0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: What's up, Bengals fans? Welcome to another edition of Strange Love. On the Running Through the Jungle channel here on the Fans First Sports Network. I'm your host, Brandon Harriet, with your host, Tim Lyons. And our special guest from the Steel Curtain Network, Mr. Kevin Tate, Tate Boy Fresh. What's going on, Tate? How you
2: doing? B-Dirt. What's up, man? Thank you for having me, you and Tim, man. You know, just here to talk some ball, man, some bingo stealers. Let's get it in.
1: Well, truth be told, if it weren't for you, I wouldn't have anywhere to have you, too.
2: Uh, hey man you know we've been we've been down for over 20 years man so you you helped me out in the beginning man because i didn't have nobody And you know it's tough doing a podcast by yourself man
1: yeah yeah for those of you that don't know i got my uh i got my start helping uh tate out i got a, a guest appearance on the know-it-alls uh podcast and then i started uh helping him out with uh doing an afc north roundtable so a lot of fun, man. We're still doing a version of that show called The Homies on Friday nights, eight o'clock, and The Homies Overtime, where we uh, we get we get outside the box a little bit. We we'll talk a little box, bit more. Yeah. <laughs> it, gets, it gets a little weird, a little freaky <laughs> a little Friday weird. with Big G. Yeah, you never know what's gonna happen, but that's uh, that's a good one. You guys should check that
2: show out for sure. And your boy Pay McAfee,
1: <laughs> Pay McAfee. <laughs> We was we was uh, brown bag pay last week. We didn't Brown get bag fee. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: just I just got some juice, man. I don't got no brown bag. <laughs> I'm
1: drinking. I'm drinking ice water. I'm pretty lame. Pretty lame. I got a long week. Got a long weekend.
2: Right. All
1: right. Well, hey, let's get into it. Um, strange love. We show love to our opponents. You know, I, I I've never been one to be too crazy, a fanatic when it comes to sports teams. And uh you and I have a uh, rivalry week in a big way this week. We, we got do, Saturday baby. Ohio State Michigan. I uh sport my team. We are not we
2: wait, wait, wait. We are not for Oh yeah, you're deaf, you're definitely
1: <laughs> not. We are not for everyone. <laughs> uh for those of you listening on podcast, thank you. And uh I'm wearing a shirt that says we are not for everyone with a Michigan Wolverine on. Huh? Um, but yeah, yeah, it's a big weekend there. and Then we fly into Sunday with, uh, the Steelers and, uh, the Bengals. So not exactly the matchup that we thought we were going to have with the Steelers and Bengals, but the first question I want to ask you is, uh, no Mac Canada, eh? Was it the Canadian thing? No Canada, no more Canada, eh? (laughs) Right. I'm sure you've been. Been asked that a lot and been talking about a lot. Probably don't yeah, want to I give just, it.
2: Too I just much. got I just got done on the Pump Your Breaks podcast right before coming here on the Steel Curtain Network, and of course that was the the big topic of the show. The secondary topic was about Kenny Pickett, but we'll get into that. Canada being gone, man, it, it, and like Coach Tomlin said in the press conference the other day, we're in a results and production oriented business, and the Steelers' offense since. Big Ben's last year mm-hmm. hasn't been producing the results. And they asked Coach, T- Coach Tomlin, "What do you want to see out the offense? Like, is there any kind of any kind of style or any kind of identity?" He said, "I want to see points. That's simple. I want to see points. <laughs> you know, you need points to win games. So Canada wasn't getting that done. I mean, I, I, I wasn't blaming him 100 because I see some of the throws Kenny Pickett is not making where he misses." receivers are not reading the field. So I can't put it all on Canada, but you're going to get rid of the office of coordinator before you get rid of your first round quarterback. And
1: yeah, try to get him. <laughs> yeah. Try to get him some kind of support first before you turn the page on. Right. him. I, yeah, I get that.
2: And keep in mind, the Steelers had to had, had it released the coordinator since 1941
1: during season. Yeah. During season. Yeah.
2: They Were the Steagles then, not even the Steelers, <laughs> they were mixed with the Philly team and the Pittsburgh team. hence the hints, the Steagles, yeah. But uh, you were probably just a young whippersnapper then, huh? yeah. 1941, I was, <laughs> man, you know. <laughs> but uh, but uh, you know, I think I think Tomlin, I think Canada was what was was a cancer to the locker room. Players were tired of it, fed up, and I think. Since the Steelers had never done it, I'm not saying a directive came from AR2, Art Rooney, for you Bingo fans, Art Rooney II, yeah. that, you know, that the directive came from him. But I think he said, you know, we've never done this. So, But if you feel like you need to do it, Tomlin, you can do it. You know what I mean? So I, I think it was Tomlin's decision, but with the blessings of Art Rooney, if he wanted to do it. And, so, he, and he had to do it to save the locker room.
1: Yeah, so... It, it's like, uh, you know, it's kind of like a mafia. He wanted to whack somebody, but he had to get the boss's permission. Right,
2: right, yeah. right, right.
1: That, make, that makes sense. Good, I, good
2: analogy, B-Dirt.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I bring it back to violence eventually.
2: Hey, do, do they call you B-Dirt on here?
1: Uh, Yeah, so Pay Dirt uh, airs on here, so they see that. Okay, um, okay, okay. And I normally I normally do Brandon Harry, a.k.a. B-Dirt, so yeah.
2: Okay, yeah, People, right. People uh-huh. know
1: me as B-Dirt.
2: I, I go back and forth. I knew I knew you, Brandon. Way before I knew you'd be dirt.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a long story. That's a long <laughs> story.
2: Um,
1: but yeah, I you know, I don't know. I know that Tomlin wins a lot of games. I talked about it on running through the jungle this week. I, I aspire. I don't want to be one of those tanking teams, even though we have Joe Burrow out. I aspire to to have that longevity of being above five hundred, just like. You know Tomlin's been able to do his entire career. Now, I don't know, I know he's he wins a lot of games, but I can tell you right now for sure, Coach Tomlin's undefeated in the press conference. It, yeah, he, he holds a great press conference.
2: Yeah, he's he's a great PR guy, right? Yeah. I yeah, mean, I, but I agree with what you said about the winning seasons and all that. It's it's good, it's good to be that team, right, man? Because a lot of teams have ups and downs, or some teams have all downs right mm-hmm. but hey man it's time to really compete again man you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i'm not saying this is the season but you can salvage this season by making it to the playoffs and just being competitive in the first round game mm-hmm. yeah and, and we
1: talked about some some of the lessons learned right because we got some younger guys in our secondary and some um younger guys that Tanner Hudson at tight end, and some of these guys are newer to the team. And If they do galvanize to, you know, together and, and uplift their play across the board to help out and support uh, Jake Browning, then what does that look like as the pep talk when, you know, you guys were able to do that when Joe Burrow was on the shelf? Do it when he gets back, and how special does that look? Yeah. So I think there's a lot of things that we're looking at you know, trying to basically, and I've told you this before, um, you know, emulate the Steelers in some ways, shape, or form. I've been jealous of your franchise being, you know, Tim and I are, are, are both 47. Wait, wait, you get ready to turn 47? Yeah, next week. Yeah. So, we're both in that age group where, you know, we spent a lot of time, you know, wishing we had some of those... Um, Teams that you guys do consistency, you guys do, and the way the franchises ran from the total. So I got a lot of respect for the Steelers. Um, But that said, I want to whoop you on Sunday. You know what I mean? Right? Oh, yeah.
2: It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's every matchup in the AFC North is a rivalry game. Oh
1: yeah. yeah for you know
2: the most mean? part. I mean, like this week, this weekend, the Michigan Ohio State game is the biggest rivalry in the Big Ten. But there are a lot of little subsets of rivalries in the Big Ten, right? Yeah. I mean, and this, this is just like that. I mean, yeah. you know, and I think, I think everybody kind of – you guys with the Ravens have really turned into something since Burrow's been there. Burrow against Lamar Jackson, that's like an elite quarterback matchup, right? Yeah. But I feel like for the longest, everybody in the division, you know, pointed to that game against the Steelers on the board.
1: Steelers, Ravens, yeah, right. That, that was always a, the
2: Bengals, Steelers. Like I feel like yeah. before recently, you guys pointed to the Steelers, yeah, and the Browns have always pointed to the Steelers,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Well, um, what do you what do you feel like the Steelers need to do to kind of bounce back from their offensive woes uh, they've been having of recent?
2: Well, man, we uh just promoted to. I mean, Ken is out. Tomlin promoted running back coach Eddie Faulkner's officer coordinator and quarterback coach Mike Sullivan as his de facto assistant. Uh, Eddie Faulkner will create the game plan and you know study study your defense. Mm-hmm. Mike Sullivan will make the play calls. I kind of like that because you you divide in the labor right between two qualified guys. I don't think either one will have the job next year. But you really can't go be a, bring a new OC off the street in week twelve. You, yeah, can't you can't do that.
1: Put in a new offense,
2: right? So what I think what needs to happen, man. I think because Canada was 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 somewhat of a of a cancer. To that we talked about, the players were fed up with Canada. Some of them were. Mm-hmm. I think you'll see a little more juice now. I mean, because he's out out the building. Um, I think you need to see that run game get going. I think Jalen Warren needs to out carry Najee Harris. And I think you need to you need to challenge Kenny Piggy, man. Challenge him. Stop. Stop throwing your little smoke screens and your little your little screen passes. You know, the majority of your pass plays. Push the ball down the field. Try and hit. Fry move over the middle. Let's use the tight end. Let's just, just open it up a little bit. I mean, what do you had to lose?
1: Yeah. For sure. Well, um, Tim, you got anything you want to ask uh, Tate before we uh, take a quick break, pay some bills?
0: I actually do. So, Tate, so we'll say if the Steelers end up losing their next two or three games, do you see, I'm just giving you a, a, you know,
2: yeah, no, that hurts. That hurts to hear you say the possibility of that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you got the Bengals and you got the Cardinals next week. You know, and, then, the Patriots. You back, and then you got the Patriots. Patriots, eh, whatever. One, one, quarter,
2: you... one quarterback can he pick is better than Mac Jones, but go ahead.
0: Right. <laughs> so, my question to you is is if, if, let's say, you guys lose two of those next three games, do you see them sitting KP8 or in going with Mitch or going with, uh, um, mason rudolph
2: if they lose two of the next three they're're they're, they're out the playoff picture so right. I, I don't see any benefit i mean if you're trying if you're trying to win i can see we need we need to make a change like if they win two out the next three and look bad maybe you maybe you go with one of those guys but if you lose two of the next three and you're out you let pick kenny just keep going man i mean it's experience it's reps we need to see what we got in this first round pick you know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I, I, I think I think it's his job for the next seven games, unless, yeah. unless, like I said, they win, they win, win ugly. ugly.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, win ugly, and we're like, well, we still got a chance. We need to yeah. shake some up, see if we can still score some points. But if they look like they have the previous, you know, pre and they they won like I think four out, the, four out the last six or something like that. If they look like they have you know an old
1: all right well we're going to take a quick break for those of you uh listening to us on spotify your apple pod google pod wherever you listen to your podcast now's a good time to go over there if you're not subscribed subscribe rate review share us with your friends if you're listening to youtube you're gonna have just enough time to hit that thumbs up And we'll be right back. All right, welcome back to Strange Love. It's a Bengals crossover. We're here with Steelers correspondent from Steel Curtain Network, Kevin Tate, and my boy, Tim Lyons. Uh, We are going to get into our breakdown in the the, the concise way that we like to do it around here, uh, Tate. Biggest opportunities that you see, whether that's offense, defense, or, or special teams, you can give me one or two biggest opportunities that you see and then we're going to do the biggest concerns uh, that you have going into the game and then we'll do the scoring prediction. Um, Tim, you want to start us off? We haven't heard much from you. Let's go with the biggest opportunities for the Bengals against these Steelers coming up.
0: You know... This is a big time, big, you know. It, it, it's a rivalry game. It's it's the Steelers and the Bengals, AFC North. You know, we, we've got a lot of history against each other. Um, you know, our biggest opportunity is is to take advantage of their of their def- or excuse me, of their offense and stop Kenny Pickett and trying to uh, soften their run game. Don't let them run the ball wild on us. Um, yeah, I think that would be if we can get if we can get pressure on Kenny Pickett and make him make those throws that he's been making all year long sorry tate but uh you know he's not he hasn't been the most accurate quarterback so i think that's when we can take the opportunity and even with our defense wise you know against him you know interception you know maybe get him to throw an interception or a turn over the ball uh, i think that's what our biggest opportunity would be especially you know against katie pickett you know like i said the way he's been playing he's not performing i think he's I think the last couple of games I've seen, he's had under a hundred yards every single game, you know, over the last couple of games. So I think that's one of our biggest opportunities.
1: All right, Kevin, um, let's talk about your biggest opportunity for the Steelers against our beloved Bengals.
2: Hey man, can you pick it through for one Oh four last week too?
0: Boom. You oh. <laughs> got me by four yards,
2: but and since he's thrown one interception in like the last six games, so he's pedestrian. But he don't turn. He don't turn it over. Right. He'll take a sack. He'll throw it in the dirt. He'll do a lot of that stuff. But he won't throw an interception. But I think the biggest opportunity, man, is against your defense. Because when I was watching you guys last week, Zay Flowers had his way with that rookie cornerback. Was his name? The rookie- DJ Turner. DJ Hunter. Turner had his way with him. And if the line can block it up, I feel like Kenny has a potential to be able to take some shots. I don't know if he hit him. But, I mean, I'm ready to see the Steelers' offense break out that three yards in the cloud of death's mindset and open this thing up a little bit. I mean, win or lose. You know what I mean? You got to go out there and take some shots. And I think from what I saw last week with DJ Turner against Zay Flowers, I think George Pickens or Deion. Or De- 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 Deontay Johnson does what side does Turner play on typically? We
1: the, move around a lot. He move around a lot. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. so he he been he's been um spelling Cheeto some with Cheeto coming back from a, a knee injury. Um so it, it's kinda yeah, it's kind of been moved a
2: lot. It's not been one or the other. The most, okay. Yeah. Well no, I mean that's 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 the opportunity that I like to see them try to take advantage of, because one, I think either one of those receivers from what I saw last week could potentially have, have a good, a good day if the line blocks up and Kenny can make the throws and we need to see what Kenny can do. So like I said, go ahead and open it up and, and, and let's turn it loose.
1: So what would you consider a good game uh, for Pickens against getting lined up um, uh, against DJ Turner?
2: Seven, seven catches, ninety-eight yards in the, a tub.
1: Because Flowers last week had three for forty-three. Okay. He had a defensive pass one
2: interference. Call, he had one call back.
1: He had a defensive pass interference that I also don't think was defensive pass interference. But the one, the one uh, in route, he he got him completely turned around and he looked terrible. Um, and I he, think that, he had touchdown called Burton. back on
2: the penalty too, right?
1: Uh, no, 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 no. no Agar Agar had or... a touchdown, but that penalty was against us; it no. okay. okay. Um, but that's a. He looked so bad on that one, and then he got a pass interference, a a, a, a deep, point. pretty big penalty on the other one. And my, Herb Street and those guys were saying that they didn't think it was pass interference, but, you know,
2: they got it. We, we talked we talk about this on the homies. We know Herb Street's a Bengals fan, but go ahead. Yeah.
1: But that's the, That's the. I, I do think that's probably the worst I've seen DJ Turner look. He's looked really good so far this year for right. what I expected from him. Um, my opportunities, I feel like for the Bengals, um, you guys are. A little dinged up at linebacker. Yeah. And um, have, have, have probably been the weakness in my mind has been your second uh, corner now that Joey Porter Jr. Uh, is playing. Um, I think he's been doing a really good job. But moving Patrick Peterson in may help you out, but I still think uh, if we get in that slot position – so I'm thinking the middle of the field, rather. Those are ends, crossing routes, uh, getting that second level in the middle of the field. That's the reason why I actually picked, we, we pick game ball's uh, predictions every week. I actually picked Tanner Hudson because I, I think the, the with the linebackers and and um, the slot corner, I think we might be able to find some success in the middle of the field. So we'll go, uh, biggest concern, biggest concern, Tim. What, uh, what's your biggest concern uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers?
0: My biggest concern? Well, they got one of the greatest greatest linebackers in the game right now, T.J. Watt. Of course, he's a damn concern. Come on. It's concern for every team. Um, the way that our offensive lines has been blocking, you know, T.J. Watt should, you know, probably have two or – I'm going to say he'll, he'll have at least two sacks on Sunday. Um, but my concern on the – on the Bengals' side is <coughs> us us guarding against the tight end and their run game. You know, Warren Warren's known to pop off for seventy five yards for a touchdown. Um, you know, if they if they're if they're feeding the ball to Warren and the running back, you know, and uh, Najee Harris, there's it could it's always been a concern. Every every weekend, our concern is is the tight end and the running back.
1: Yeah, we've been in the bottom three for. Rush defense for way too long now. Way too long. Yep. All right. Tate, what, uh, what's your biggest concern um, for the Steelers going against these Bengals this week?
2: My biggest concern is you guys D-line. Not, not in totality, too. Trey Hendrickson against Dan Moore Jr. Our left tackle. Mm-hmm. And... DJ Reader against Mason Cole, our center. I think those two positions, you guys clearly have the advantage. I was just saying on the on the Pump Your Breaks podcast on the Steel Curtain Network that that Mason Cole is is an elite backup center. Elite backup center. And Dan Moore is really just a backup now. Like we know he's a backup, right? So he was getting beat when he get that. Was, big G said he probably needs to move the guard. He wasn't even getting out of the stands. And you remember that if you watched any of that or saw the highlights from any of that Browns game, the first player of the game, Miles Garrett, nailed Kenny Pickett. Uh-huh. And Garrett got by and damn Morris still had his hand in the dirt. Kenny Pickett's laying on his back. So I think Trey Hendrickson could be a problem for that. And Mason Cole, I don't feel like is not strong enough to prevent DJ Reader from getting a big push up the middle and creating pressure that way.
1: I would love to see some pressure up the middle. Um, we haven't seen a whole lot of it. Uh, biggest well, concern.
2: Mason Cole could, could let you through for that.
1: <laughs> um, biggest concern. I put two players down. And uh, it's funny because we don't go over these notes uh, before we
2: do this, but we, my name, we, my both name's we both said him. What's that? We both said him. He said T.J. Watt, and I said Jalen Warren.
1: T.J. Watt, Jalen Warren, <laughs> right there. Uh, Jalen Warren's got some juice, man. He does. Uh, he is right now what I was hoping to see glimpses of from Chase Brown this year. Um, one of those guys that, you know, he bounces off first tackle, he gets a couple yards every time, you know, he does a really good job. And if he gets a crease, it's dangerous. Also catches the ball well out of the backfield, tough player. I like him a lot. Uh, it's, I, going into the year, thought Najee Harris was going to have a little bit of a breakout year. And I don't know, man, Jalen Warren seems to be that guy. And the best player on the field, and this was one of the things Tim and I debated on running through the jungle, I did, I recorded today um, behind enemy lines with Jeff Hartman. And in the game, I picked the Steelers to beat the Bengals 17-13. Because when teams I think are pretty evenly matched, I go quarterback play next. No Joe Burrow. Kenny Pickett versus our backup. I have no idea. Coin toss to me. So then I went to who's the best player on the field. I said TJ Watt. Tim argued it might be Jamar Chase. He definitely is on offense. I think TJ Watt is one of the best defensive players. He's going to go down as a top 10 to 15 defensive player of all time in my mind. So, uh... I didn't watch the the, the the um Jake Browning press conference guy showed me a little something so I flipped on running through the jungle we score one more touchdown and win 20 to 17 but I'm 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 up in the air man I think this is anyone's game to win there's so many questions on both sides on pay dirt I made this and. Complete a void game. I'm not putting any hard earned money on this game because I don't know what to expect from either of the teams. Tim picked them, the Bengals, 22 17, and very much a homer pick because he also said that he could see the Steelers win. So the the final prediction is all yours. You got the floor. What's your prediction for the game, Kevin?
2: You're muted. i get fined for that on the, on the homies. Ah. <laughs> hey, big, big big, big G made a fine sign. I don't know if you've seen it yet. No. Wow. Yeah, it'll, it'll, I'm sure it'll come out Friday. But hey, man, if Joe Burrow was playing, I'd be easy to pick the Bengals. I think Jake Browning is capable. Probably just as capable as Kenny Pickett. I think this offensive coordinator firing Matt Cannon out the building is going to give a little boost to the Steelers, yeah. And I think because of that, because they they have something to prove now. I think they get a close win. I think they put up three touchdowns, twenty one points, and I got the Steelers winning twenty one seventeen. And because because in for us, and I said on the pump your brakes. This is a must win. Mm-hmm. This is a must win. I mean, you guys, yeah, you want to win, you're gonna do everything you can do, but. Joe Burrow's gone. Your guys, yeah. like, what are we gonna do? You know, so that's why we gotta win this game.
1: Yeah, we were a little deflated. The sets of urgency is obviously gone a little bit. Um, so it, it's gonna be an it's gonna be an interesting game. The only bet I liked on this one, just FYI. Under. No. Oh right. unders, unders 35 and a half. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm not, I don't know about that one. Um, Jalen Warren, prop bet. Jalen Warren over 46 and a half rushing yards.
2: Oh yeah. That's easy money, sounds like. So uh I think he'll have about 80. But don't you like Jalen? Like I like Jalen Warren. I like the kid Pacheco, mm-hmm. Austin Eckler. I mean, Austin Eckler and Jalen Warren were undrafted. Pacheco was drafted in the seventh round. Yeah. These guys that that are that that are that are overlooked come into the league with attitude, man.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Jalen Warren uh did his podcast at one of our I, I sell food for those you don't know. Um at one of our customers last night, um, Cafe Note. And uh he did a meet and greet and whatever. And one of my good friends was up there and had uh her number thirty jersey signed. Oh wow. And it was a practice jersey, no name on the back. She but just was, she just she just stripped
2: of James Conner off.
1: It was a didn't rip it off. It was a James Connor practice jersey with no name on it. She told him what it was.
2: I got one hanging up there. That's yep. Connor number thirty.
1: <laughs> she has James <laughs> Connor. She has James Connor's autographed on the left side of it, and now she's got Jalen Warren's on the right side of it with oh, no that worked? on it. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, that worked.
0: That
1: cool. uh, was pretty cool. But she said nothing but great things about the guy. So good.
2: Yeah, stuff. He seems like a real humble guy from Utah. Yeah, Which, I, you, you know. To a, we you get know, to a I, coaching college at first.
0: Yeah, and I like Warren, you know. I was I was watching when I was watching the Browns game, Steelers Browns and Steelers game on Sunday. They were talking about Jalen Warren how he no matter if he's on the field, he always has his helmet on. No matter what they're yeah. doing, his helmet is on, his helmet doesn't come off and they were showing him on the sidelines when he was sitting there waiting for the defense, you know, to shut the Browns down and he's sitting there with his helmet on. he don't take that helmet off and you know he's got heart uh, and i don't know if you know this tape but i'm a big run uh, i love running backs i love the run game and Jalen warren you know I, I think he's a hell of an addition to the steelers
1: we Thank had you. to we had to put a limit on him he's only i would say run the damn ball two times per episode <laughs> 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 all right kevin before you get going tell everybody where you where they can find you and uh give us your parting shot
2: hey man you can uh find me all across fans first sports network the steel curtain network we got several shows to pump your Breaks just aired on wednesday night we just did that before i came over here with tim and b dirt uh we do the homies on friday night with b dirt big g and pay you know my, my, my
1: live my, chat tim in the live chat
2: tim always in the live chat tim's been a guest before mm-hmm. but uh you know my, my my true homies though you know um so I, I really I really enjoy that show because because I'm doing I'm doing it with my brothers, man. And we just have fun and laugh and poke at each other and all that stuff. So that's always a fun show. We big G and I do the Mike Tomlin press conference review for, for the Steel Curtain Network. That's on audio only. So if you're a Steeler fan here, we'll here the recap of Mike Tomlin has to say after the game, check us out. We also do The Cleveland Cavaliers, that's rather Cavalier podcast, the basketball NBA, Big G, myself, my little fella Relly Hall, who's really good. And last but not least, not to forget, what started it all for for us was the Know It is the Know It Alls podcast. And we're a transition to moving to Fans First Sports Network. So you can find me all those places. Check us out. And man, be Dirk. Thanks for having me, man. It's an honor being on your show, man. You guys do good stuff, and for for such a a young show so far.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun, um, Tim, You got anything last parting shot before we get going?
2: No, just
0: uh, just want to say thank you, Tate, for being on the show, thanks and uh, again, thank you guys for letting me be on the show. Happy Thanksgiving.
2: Hey. Yeah. Tim, we're- we're- you always bring good energy to all the live chats you in, man. So if I don't tell you face to face, man, we appreciate you, man. You always making fun. You always bring good knowledge and you always keep Big G going, man. <laughs>
0: oh yeah. Poking the bear.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I you know. I, I struggle with what to call this crossover se- sh- uh, segment. You know, I always want to have something clever. I always want to be a little bit different than everybody. We did the whole strange love thing because I don't get too carried away. It takes two teams to play football. I don't know why people get so upset about it uh, and, and fight at games and do all this other stuff. But this episode hits a little bit different for me. It's right before Thanksgiving. And uh, literally, I mean, two of my homies, Tate, I've, like I said, known you for 20 years. Uh, I appreciate you. I thank you for everything you've done for me. Um, and the friendship's always been there. Tim, going on 40 years now. Uh, so oh, so one of, one of my old homies uh, mm-hmm. from way back when, man, used to uh, ride our bikes over to each other's houses, jump on trains and ride them down, like just doing dumb stuff when we were kids. So uh, yeah, I appreciate it. You know, thank you guys for having me on. I hope everybody enjoys their Thanksgiving. Uh, remember, you know, look at that glass half full. Be thankful for what you have and be thankful for people in your life. Till next week. day Have a good one. Later. Uday.